Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Block Hi. Radio. Hi. This is Greg on G Radio, New York City. Tonight we were going to do music, but you know what I want to talk about? Racism in America. And my co-host is Melvin Johnson. And, hey, Melvin. Melvin, let's talk about racism in America. Has racism changed in America at all? Well, you got to look at the different aspects, the aspects of racism because you have racism in the workplace, you got racism in school. We have racism in school. We also have this that public outcry of this nasty racism that's taught to to a lot of Americans in the South and North, East and West. You know. Now has racism changed? I would say somewhat it has changed because every time you have another generation get older, it's less and less racism. You know. Now, let me ask you. You know, since we have a black, we have a black president, and you know, as as we as black people, you know, yes, all my all my listeners, yes, I'm African American. Do you think that because we have a black president, things are, are different? Yes, there's a big difference. If you look at it, he is the only president that is trying to do so much for the minorities and the, and the, um underprivileged people in this country and all of the rich, well-to-do congressmen and senators is knocking everything down. I mean, when he's sitting here and he hands you a health care bill that's going to help all the minorities and all the, all the disenfranchised people in the country, why is it it can't be accepted by those that, that are wealthy that don't even need this handout? Okay, but here's the thing, Melvin. Um, I, I totally understand what you're saying in, in that sense. But, okay, he tried to push. See, a lot of Americans don't believe in, I guess, the health care package that President Obama believes in. And let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me just say it like this, because they think it's socialism. Now, in my opinion, uh, health care, that kind of health care works for everybody along in, 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 in the world. And... People don't think it can work for us because it says the, con- the government will control what we do. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? I understand exactly what you're saying, but the government doesn't control what we do. What they do is they just give us the, the yes or no, can we have this procedure done, depending on what's going on with the person at the time. Okay, but let me see. Okay, now we got people like Jesse Jackson, the Reverend Al Sharpton, and Charlie Rangel, who... I have to say, are all three of my nemesis. Now, Charlie Rango is one of those guys that you know I have a TV talk show. Mm-hmm. And I end my show, Charlie Rango didn't do anything for Harlem. I think he robbed Harlem. And Jesse Jackson's self-serving. And what can I say about Al Sharpton? He is who he is. Now, in the black community, do you think that those three people have 
What have, in your opinion, do you think they've done something to the, in the black community? I believe Jesse Jackson has done quite a bit for the black community in the 60s and the 70s. I believe Charlie Rangel has done something in the black community when he first started in Congress in Harlem. Really? I believe that since our Reverend Al Sharpton has ran for president of the United States, that changed his whole entire image because, to me, he was a buffoon before that. You don't think he's a buffoon now? I think he's a smarter buffoon now. <laughs> a smarter buffoon. Okay, Charlie Rangel, who was the chairman of the Ways and Means. Ways and Means. They wrote tax law. He got indicted for not paying taxes. What do you have to say to that? Did he rob? Did he rob Harlem, or did he rob the federal government? He wrote tax law. Uh huh. And writing tax law, he got indicted on not paying his taxes. Okay, now I can't sit here and 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 um really. Comment on what Charlie Rangel did in his taxes, because I, I can't see what his taxes have said. But he didn't pay taxes. He got indicted for not paying taxes. For not paying, no taxes at all. No, well, not paying taxes on the things that he should have paid taxes on. Okay. okay. So, therefore, he paid his taxes. He didn't pay all the taxes. Uh, well, no, 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 no. He got indicted. Mm-hmm. He got indicted because he didn't disclose or didn't pay taxes on things he should have disclosed and paid taxes on. Okay. Now, I'm not a Charlie Rangel fan, nor am I an Al Sharpton fan, mm-hmm. nor am I um, a Jesse Jackson fan. Uh, and for me, Harlem is the mecca of African Americans. Would you Would you agree? No, I don't. Well, at some wasn't Harlem at one point the mecca for African Americans? Well, I'm gonna I'm put you like this: Harlem was the mecca for any immigrant group. At the time, at that time, in which, because at one point it was a mecca for the Irish when it was immigrating from Ireland. At another point, it was a mecca for the Italians when it was immigrating from from Italy. But, but well, not to cut you off, but when if if someone says in the, anywhere in the world they go Harlem, what is the thing? What do you think they would think? Right now, they would think black. You never, you never ever thought that back in the thirties. Because that's where black people are, that live in Harlem, that's the only place they can go. Now, at that time, you're 100% right. Back then, in the 30s and in the 40s, that's when black people started coming to Harlem. Okay. Because that's all they could afford. Okay. Now, well, well, that's the only place they could go because of the racism, racism that's going on in America. Now, okay, let me just diverse for a second. Um, anyone who wants to chime in on this, call me at 424 424- Seven five seven one four two three. My name is Greg Lasseter. This is G Radio, New York City, and we're talking about racism in America, how it has changed, not changed, or has changed at all. Or has it changed at all? Now, you, in your opinion, will you? You live in New York City. You yes. live in New York. I live in New York. And have you? Do you really believe that? Just racism in America has changed. I believe that racism in America has changed because where I live at right now in um, Flushing, Queens, um, I've got neighbors that's black, white, Jewish, Middle Eastern, um, Caribbean. You know, it's, it's like a melting pot, you know. And but you know what? Let me ask you something. Have you experienced racism in America? Oh, hell yeah. I've experienced uh, racism in America. Okay, but again, you're... You're really not answering my question. You live next door. You live in Queens. I live okay? in Queens. And, you know, it's a bit, New York City overall, 
people consider it a big melting pot. Yes, it is. I personally don't. It is a big melting pot, but it's still segregated. Now, if you, I personally think if you get outside of New York, Washington, D.C., and L.A., the middle states, the Midwest, I think the, the minority experience something totally different. Like, for instance, I never understood how, say, Ohio. Ohio, certain parts of Ohio, they're, they're Republican states. So if a, if a Democrat wins it, they pretty much will win the election. California, Texas, and Florida. But Ohio, like Akron, huge, huge unemployment rate. It's the Midwest. I never understood how someone, I do understand that how people can be conservative. But you're going to elect a public official that can do something for you. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. When George Bush won, the, oh, he stole the second part of the, his, his, his tenure, right? Right, right. but he won Ohio. Now, how is, can, explain to me, in your opinion, how is it that you can be poor and vote for someone like George Bush, even if you're conservative? Well, I don't think it's a matter of being poor. I think it's a matter of looking at where wealth is. Because when, you, when you're poor and you don't have nothing, you know, you're caught between a rock and a hard place. So sometimes you might have to sit there and say to yourself, you know what, I don't really want to vote for this person, you know, being that he's a Democrat. Sure. But I'm going to vote, oppose him, hoping that this will change something. But wait, now, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but I feel that there are people that are unemployed, dirt poor, um, lost their jobs, don't have health care, and voted for George Bush. I don't believe that. Oh, no. It's actually definitely. I wish I can go. I don't believe that a majority of those people voted for George Bush. I, I The Midwest. The Midwest. In the mid, even in the Midwest. you gotta, you got to look at the demographics that, that comes with the Midwest. Okay? You do have, you, you, no matter where you go, you're going to have your, your, your civil servants and your. Okay, but no, okay, not to cut you off, but there are people that are poor. Yeah, you're right. And conservative. They, and they did vote for them. That I can't even wrap my mind around. I can't, I can't either. You know, if you guys are out there, and I know a lot of people are listening, call me at 424-757-1423. We're, my name is Greg Lassiter, and we're talking in New York, G Radio, New York City. And we're talking about racism in America and how, you know, how is it changed? Has it changed? And even as black people, I want to know, because we have a black president, is there anything different? Now, Melvin, you know, someone said the other day, and I totally agree with this, she was on the uh, Today Show, that I am so tired of defending our president. I agree with you 100%. You know, because, you know, everyone's like, he's the first black president. Absolutely. Okay, that's fine and fabulous. But he said that change, change. That's why he got elected. He wanted to make a change. And even... And I guess they say, okay, the guy, uh, President Barack Obama, comes in. He says, I'm going to make a change. I'm not going to be part of the establishment. But when you take on that job, you are, the you are the establishment. That's true. And I'm so tired as, as a voter, as a black man, as a 
just a constituent, I am so tired of defending him because I understand that he wants to reach across the aisle and, you know, have the Republicans and everybody go along, get along. Can I ask, ask you a question, sure. ask a question from sure. you? Why are you so tired of defending Barack Obama when the Republicans defended George Bush for eight years? Because you know what? George, okay, George Bush, I'm not a George Bush fan. I, but the Republicans defended George Bush. Good or bad? Good or bad. You know why? For the whole eight years. You know they why? They put him back in office after he looked for weapons of mass destruction that wasn't in a minority there. country that wasn't there. Right. He sat there, and instead of going into Korea, he threatened Korea. And Korea said, kiss my ass. And he still didn't go on air. Okay, but and they got weapons of mass destruction. Okay, but you know what? All right. You're right. I agree with you about George Bush went in to Iraq. There was no mass weapons of mass destruction. But at the same time, you know what? I you know, I even hate to say this. George Bush, in my opinion, was the worst president in my time, okay? But you know what George Bush did? Good or bad, right or wrong. You know what he did? He made a decision. He made a decision, but his people had to defend him. Okay, but he made a the decision. Whole time. Our president was making a decision. No, I don't I I totally disagree. Obama absolutely not. Obama wants to Can I Sure. Sure. The only difference between Obama and George Bush... There's a lot of difference, first of all. So one of the big differences is when George Bush made a decision, Congress and the Senate backed him up. Because if they didn't back him up, he couldn't go into the... He couldn't, he couldn't declare war. Okay, but you know what? I agree with you that, but you know what? He made a decision. If he made a decision and Congress... And the Senate didn't back him up. He'd be looking just like a Barack Obama right now. Okay, but you know what? Barack Obama makes, they go again. If Barack Obama came out the White House right now to the sky is blue, half the Senate would say, nah, it's red. Okay, but you know what? Okay, that's all. I agree with you to a degree. Um, but what, at me individually, my opinion, is Barack, who, you know what? I, I truly believe, let me just say this, that I wouldn't thought that I would see a woman president before a black woman. So okay. But Barack, it is, yeah. right, it is what it is. Now, I understand he preach. he preached, yo, elect me and we'll get change. All right? And that's what Young, he got it. He, he did got, it. He got the vote. Now he gets in and his first object was to pass health care. Mm-hmm. Now, I think everyone in America should have health care. You know, it is what it is because we know we live in a great country, mm-hmm. but healthcare is outrageously uh, crazy. Ex- crazy expensive. You know, you go to Canada, you go to the U, everything in, in the UK, whatever. Let me express something to you because healthcare is, is, is something that I'm very passionate about because my father right now is a kidney transplant recipient, mm-hmm. okay? And sometimes he's got to decide on what he's got to do. Right. That should never happen in America. Thank you. But. The conservative people saying, you know what, if we let the government take over health care, it's socialism. Okay. And these are people that don't have health care. That right there blows my mind. blows my mind, too. But, okay, Obama. I'd rather have social health care than no health care at all. Because, you know, health care is outrageously freaking expensive. Now, I don't get, okay, Obama, he did get health care passed to a degree. Now, change, you know, he's always... But then you got to think about it. What are you doing a lot of health care? Okay, but you know what? He did get something back. Yes, he did. But he's always trying to reach over 
to the conservatives, to please them, to make everybody go along and get along. I have an issue with that because you know what? I, I agree with you 100%. You know, Obama has what? Two years left. He's got one year. He's got one, 18 no, months. No, he's got two years left. Two years left. Okay. Year right now, I want him to be, make a decision. You know, I understand that, you know, he wants to get along with everybody. That ain't going to happen. George Bush, we're, again, the worst president ever. But you know what? He made a decision. I think Barack wants to be more like Gandhi. I want him to be more like Muhammad Ali. Barack wants to be more like Jimmy Carter. Well, you know what? Jimmy Carter, his tenure, you know, he got slaughtered by Reagan. Okay, but you know what? He did do something for America. And I'm not saying Barack Obama, President Obama, no disrespect, didn't do anything. He hasn't done anything. But he's too accessible for me. He's on every talk show. Dude, get out. You know, do whatever. Do your thing, man. I think the reason he's on talk shows and he's more accessible is because he's black. And I think that's one of the things that he wants to, he wants, uh, he wants the everyday people to feel like, hey, even you could really run for president. Okay, but you know what? All right. He, he proved that point because he became president. He didn't prove that point. He, no. He making becoming president. He, I think by him making himself accessible, look at John F. Kennedy. Right. When he ran for president and when he became president, he made himself accessible to the public. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, but you know what? He he didn't make himself, he didn't stay in office long enough to make himself that accessible. But he did. He did make himself accessible. I I got pictures of him shaking hands with my uncles. Okay, but here's the thing I have a problem with JFK is that everybody said, you know, if you hear about older black people, like the best president was John F. Kennedy, right? Okay, and he passed the Civil Rights Bill. He, they, if he knows the background behind the Kennedys, he had no choice. His hand was forced. Martin Luther and all the other black leaders at that time forced his hand. So everybody's like, oh, he, he had to sign the Civil Rights Bill. Yes. That, was, that was not, not yeah, an option. Right, yeah. whether he agreed with it or not. And you know what, Kennedys, I'm not even going to get started on the Kennedys. That's a whole other yes, subject. Whole other Maybe tomorrow. Because tomorrow I'll have another show at 6.30. You guys tune in. Now, if you want to um, call in, that number is 424-757-1423. My name is Greg. This is G Radio, New York City. Now, now let's get back to President Obama. Um, the deficit higher. Now, he walked into a situation. Of a, he walked into a mess, without a doubt. He walked into a huge mess. And... And I see with the Senate, Congress, whatever, um, I've seen more Democrats, like, leave office. Now, they leave office or they vote out of office? Uh, well, I've seen people retire from office. We, we, uh-huh. In the last year or two years, we've seen more Democrats. You mean the aides for, for the president? The president no, aides. those and the congressmen and the senators. Now, I want to believe it, they say that every president has that. But Barack has had it more than anyone else. Now, my question is, is that, is it because he's black? I believe so. You think so? I believe so. You think it's because he's black? Because if you look at the situation, he's a, for one, he's a, he's, a, he's a black president that nobody really wanted to be president. They didn't give him a chance at it. And before you knew it, those, of, those of, at power were like, oh, my God, he might make it. Yeah, but you know what? And he knew he was, okay, he made it. Yes. So if you if you were president, and he, you know what, and there's people out here, 
black and white, mm-hmm. vote for a president because he wanted, they want to change. They that's want. What, that's what, okay. he, he promised American people the opposite of what George Bush was giving. Okay, anything was better than what, what we had. Okay. Yes. Now, let me just cut to the chase. Do you think Barack Obama made change? I think Barack Obama is trying to make change. Okay, but you're not asking. Do, do, I, do I think he right made now change? today? Do you think he's made? I don't think he made as much change as he could have made. Uh, he's made change. What change has he made now? He got the health care bill, which helped out my son because he could stay on my health care. But, but you know what? It doesn't. It's not into effect yet. It's it is in effect. Yes. I don't think it comes into That's effect. That's not into effect. I already, I already got okay. my, my But you know what? All he, right. um, he's done little, little things, and which people don't see that that has happened. You know, within um, the realm, because it doesn't affect the big majority of people. Now, as a whole, I would still have to give them unsatisfactory as the, on a change area. You think the majority of young blacks, blacks, minorities in general, will vote for him again? I, I'm really torn with that right now. I, I personally believe that they could see some type of change in the next 18 months, yes. Now, realistically? Do you think there's going to be change in the next no. 18 months? No. I mean, given that Barack is now on President Obama, sorry, no disrespect, he is on. He has to campaign right now. Yes. He's in the he's in the year three. He has to. He's almost in the year three. He has to campaign now. He has to go up against the Republicans. The Republicans, sorry, has won the Senate. Not that it's going to make a change because it is what it is. Yes, sir. Um, who do you think? That the Republicans are going to put forth against Barack. I believe the Republicans are going to put Sarah Palin up there. Come on, man. Sarah Palin? Really? Sarah Palin is. No, she can't win. She can't win. Anybody out there, help me out here. 424 757 1423. Let me hear what you have to say. Sarah Palin, I'm the Tea Party. Let's talk about the Tea Party for a second. I don't even know where the hell it came from. I don't know what it is. (laughs) <laughs> the Tea Party, I see, is a bunch of. They want to be Republicans, but they're they're. The yeah, whole bunch of Republicans don't, don't want to wear the Republican banner, so they they go under the Tea Party. That's like a mask, like the KKK did back in the day. Right. So and it's you know, the same thing. It is, and then you know what? Because if you're a Republican, you're a Republican. You can't take yourself as a Republican today, and I'm Tea Party tomorrow. Well, you know what? That's what all the Republicans, that's all the Tea Party is. Well, you know, Democrats are the Tea Party. No, well, you know what? The Tea Party are conservatives that want to be Republicans that don't believe in government. The Tea Party are Republicans <laughs> that are tired of being Republicans. But they want, they... <laughs> they were Republicans, period. They were Republicans. You don't think they were? Well, I believe right. 98% of them were they, They're the militia. The 2% was just, that just came on and it wasn't, they, they, they really didn't have a party. But yet they decided let me join a Tea Party because I don't want to be Republican or Democrat. But you know, it's interesting that you know I, I see these Tea Party Tea Tea Toler Tea Partiers or whatever <laughs> Tea Baggers or whatever you want to call them. The first thing that they're they're preaching is the right to bear arms. Have you done that that amendment? Now, truly, if you read the Constitution and all the amendments, it says, you know, everybody wants to say we have a right to bear arms. If you really read the statute, mm-hmm. we don't have a right. It says, it actually reads this. You have a right to bear arms. A militia that's governed 
has a right to bear arms. It has nothing to says nothing about individuals. And that's how everybody gets it twisted, you know. Why why do you need a gun? Why do you why do you need a gun? Well, depends. I would say it depends on where you live. I'm gonna uh, be honest with you. Okay, say you live in the worst section. I don't even. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at crime. I've been in New York now for 17 years. I haven't carried a gun for the whole 17 years of New York. I, I lived in. I lived in the middle of Virginia. Right. For about 10 years, and had a gun all the time. Why? Wait, okay, but you know what? Do you think you need a gun for protection in America? I don't think you need a gun for protection in America. Okay, but everybody thinks that like Alaska, they think they need to carry a gun. Okay, let me just so give you a side. Somebody else has got a gun? Well, you know what? So instead of going fist to fist, you're going to bend the gun? Whoever draws <laughs> first is going to win? I mean, what is that? No, I, I, I totally I got you on that. I totally understand. But, you know, America right now is disenfranchised. I mean, even us black folks, we, you know, we voted for Barack. He got in the majority of because of my, minority. minorities. Minorities and women. Yep. And women, he got in. Now, at what point did we say to ourselves, okay, Enough's enough. How can you say individually, personally, are you better off now than you were when George Bush was in office? Yes. You are? Yes. And is it a result of? I don't know if it's a result of Barack Obama, but I do know I'm not paying $4.50 for a gallon of gas right now. Well, really? Yeah, really. Um, (laughs) But gas prices are still up anyway, right? Gas prices are still up, but if you look at it, as soon as Barack Obama took office six months later, gas prices are down. They're going up now because it's wintertime again, like they normally do in the wintertime. Yeah, but you know what? But they're, no, they're nowhere near. I actually had to, I actually parked my car because I remember the gas prices at $4.50. And I had a freaking um, Mountaineer four-wheel drive. I couldn't, I couldn't afford it. Okay, but Europe, their prices are five, six bucks a gallon. Okay, but you know what? And the exchange is a lot different. <laughs> they, it's worse. Here. Okay. But you do you think you, do you attribute that to Barack? I, 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 I contribute anything that's good to the person in charge. Really? Yeah. But you know what? Okay, again, people, but then I, I am... But anything that's bad to the person in charge, too. Absolutely. I am totally... I like Barack Obama. He was one of... As an African-American, I don't vote on color. I don't vote on... I vote on issues and how it affects me, personally. And any, I thought at the time that I voted, anything was better than what we had. Now, again, my issue personally with the President of the United States is he has to stand for something. I agree with you. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I got a question for you. Right now, let's say who ran against Barack Obama? Okay. Who, who ran against him in this last election? But let's say that man ran for against Barack Obama right now. Would right. you vote for him? Absolutely not. Okay. So then, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but he won't because he is Sarah Palin. I don't know if he will or not. He won't. He won't. But right I, now, if, if I was if I was the one that ran for president and lost, and Barack Obama is doing as bad as he is right now, it's too close to society. Said, I put my hand in the ring again and see what happens. But but you know what? Okay. But you know what? Unfortunately, politics doesn't work like that because he won't run again. Because he's just one. I think he's too old. Two. The, George Reagan. I mean, Ronald Reagan was older than him when he ran. Yeah, but then that's that was when Reaganomics were a little bit different now than it was. But I, it what what floors me. We have two minutes left. 
what floors me is that you know what they can the the Republican Party can put anybody up, and right. I think they won't win against Obama. But again, I think Obama should really step up the plate. I I am, I am President Obama. I love you, man. You're a great president. You're a good president. You you set standards. You did something that no other person in America could do. But at the same time, he needs a man up and make decisions. Right? Make it. You know what? Stand up. Make, through the Republicans. Right. Right or wrong, make through the Republicans. But what I do like about Barack Obama, when he makes a mistake, he says, you know what? I made a mistake. Yeah, okay, but that doesn't make me, when I go to sleep at night, that doesn't make me feel good. You made a mistake. Guess but, what? At least he admitted it. He's not going to sugarcoat it like Bush does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. You know what I'm saying? At least you know you got a real man sitting there in the office. Okay, but you know what? He still is because you know what? He's not standing up for anything. He's not. He's not. As, when I wake up in the morning, am I better off than I was the day before? Well, the day before was a different story. Yeah. Six months ago, were you better off than you are now? Was I better off? Were you better off now than you were then? Six months ago. Wow. A year ago. Well, am I better off? Better off now than you was a year ago. I don't. Yes, I am, but it's not a tribute to Barack Obama. We only have, like, a few minutes. <laughs> this will be continued tomorrow. My name is Greg Lasseter. I want to thank everybody for tuning in um, to listen to us tonight. Um, we'll be on tomorrow at 6.30, G Radio, New York City. And, Melvin, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. You know, uh, no, absolutely not. We'll continue this. Tomorrow's show, I don't know. Anybody want to give me any? Hit me up on Facebook, Greg Lasseter, New York City, Facebook, or Google me. Ha. Google me. Email me, bigmouth63 at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll hit everybody back. And I see that we have a few callers. We have a few people that were listening. But no one called in. What is up with that? Call. You should get to call in. Don't be scared. Um, we don't bite. We, right. We don't bite. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening in the chat room. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. This is G Radio in New York City, and I am Greg Laster. Take care. Remember, shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're still among the stars. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.